Shabbat Shalom and welcome to another episode of A Christian Voice. Early on in the show, I mentioned having a dream. And no, it wasn't to be a famous podcaster. I've been pushing and pushing, striving and seeking to make this possible. As usual, my human efforts are to no avail. It takes the almighty hand of the living God to move mountains. I also spoke of a potential course change that was making me reconsider my dreams. I came across this quote that fit perfectly. Sometimes, on the way to our dreams, we get lost and find a better one. I thought I had found a better dream. So I let myself be distracted for a moment to be open to this new possibility. This one, however, was not entirely up to me. This one relied on someone else for fruition, which is a bad place to be in regards to one's dreams. Out of my hands, very deeply entrenched in my heart, but quite out of my little hands. I don't regret for a moment pausing to pursue it. It's worth it. If you can find the one you believe you were created to be with, if it seems as though... You have found them. It's worth setting things aside, any other dream, to pursue, to at least give it a shot. Well, chalk that one up to a necessary life experience. It certainly made me re-examine myself, take stock of the woman I've become in comparison to the woman I wanted to be. It's made me kinder, more gentle more loving to those in my world. It's made me want to cook and craft and even clean again. Definitely brought out a domesticity I thought long dead. Not that I've ever been overly a domestic kind of gal. I've tended to be more corporate, cutthroat, competitive, which is also something I began to recognize in myself of late. I can see how ugly I've been in so many ways. As G.I. Joe used to say in the cartoons, knowing is half the battle. Yes, okay, I watched the G.I. Joe cartoons. See how militant I was? Love me anyway. So, that dream did not come true. Still, sometimes dreams do come true. As soon as I had submitted my heart to God's will, if you want me to stay, Lord, I'll stay. If you want me to go, I'll go. If you want something else entirely, I'll do that. Then he opened doors. It's amazing. He has made everything happen in an instant. I'm in shock. My friends and family are in shock. It's just all happening so fast. But I have found that is how Adonai has worked in my life. When it's of him, things happen so fast my head swims. Things just fall into place. It's like a string of dominoes. Oh, I think he does this with good purpose. Firstly, I can't second-guess it when there is absolutely no way I could have done it myself. Secondly, I can't screw it up. There's simply no time. (laughs) Praise him for that. Third, it always serves as a witness to others. People watch him work in my life and are amazed. All glory goes to God, who is worthy. So... Here I am. One beautiful dream has ended, and another is beginning. 
My heart is such a bundle of mixed emotions. Oh, I am so very, very happy. But my head and heart, as usual, are having different dialogues. Heart. If you stay, there's always hope he'll change his mind. Automagically, he'll want to get to know you. He'll come to the Lord. He'll include you in his world. Maybe even start to care in return. Head. You're such a fool. Nothing will change if nothing changes. And why do you expect anything would change? Heart. I will miss even the possibility of seeing your beloved face. Hearing that you're doing well. Head. What sort of idiot would even question having their life dream, their long-desired future, handed to them on a silver platter? You've worked so hard for so long to get to the place where this is happening. Heart. Well, you know, Head, it's really God who's working it out. Head. My point exactly. Are you really that stupid girl? Heart. Yes. Head. Then, I'm sorry, once again, you've proven yourself unfit for leadership. I hereby relieve you of duty. Heart submits humbly, dropping a bloody trail behind it as it leaves, to ensure a trail back someday. End internal dialogue. Truth be told, there is so much joy in what I am doing, and the future looks so blessed in front of me, I can't complain, even if I wanted to. I can love and not be loved. I can uphold my loved one's happiness above my own and indeed find happiness in theirs. I don't even want to complain. I'm so thankful to my Heavenly Father for all he is doing. He is so, so good to me, always. I have never and can never deserve the love he gives me. Nor can you. But here's the beautiful thing. Being unworthy, we can have it anyway. You can. He died for you just as surely as for me. He loves you just as surely as he loves me. He's worked things out that within one week from beginning, I will be at my final destination. One week, as opposed to the years I have tried to make this happen in my own efforts. Now, I don't offer Yeshua HaMashiach to you as a way to get what you want out of life. He has never promised to make any of our dreams come true, much less all of them. This is an added blessing he is giving me right now. But I know it's all included within his perfect will for my life from the very beginning. The Bible says that he will give us the desires of our heart. If we honor him, if we love him, if we follow him, if we put him first. Now, I was always taught that that meant that he will basically give us whatever our heart desires. I've learned in my life, no, I truly believe that means he will actually place within our hearts the right desires the desires for his will for us. He will change our desires to become his desires for us. So when it says he gives us the desires of our hearts, he gives the desire, not 
he makes what we had previously desired happen. But he gives us a new desire for what he is already going to do. I hope that makes sense. And I do believe that's what he's done with me here. Well, back to Yeshua. I offer him to you so that you will have the freedom, the shalom, peace that comes with having your heart changed, renewed from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. Oh, it's such a beautiful release. It's not that everything in this earthly life will suddenly become problem-free or easy. Indeed, it will cost you. It will get harder as the Lord teaches you to recognize and hate sin in yourself. You'll start seeing it all around you. It will be hard for friends and family to accept that you are a new person. Some may even reject you. Some might tell you you're not family anymore. If you're in a Jewish household and you accept the Jewish Messiah, sometimes they will try and say, you're not a Jew anymore. But they can't take that from you. It'll be really hard for them because they won't understand being born again. They won't understand the new person that you are becoming. They will wait for you to stumble and then pounce on it and denounce you as a hypocrite. They will accuse you of thinking you're better than they are because you now want to live God's way. There are a million ways unsaved people will persecute you and try to steal your joy away. You can let them make you unhappy. But they can never, ever take your salvation away from you. Once you are in the hands of Yeshua HaMashiach, no one can ever take you out. This is a promise from the Holy Bible. Jesus said, no man can pluck them out of my hand. Also, not one that the Father has given me shall I lose. That's a promise from God the Son. And God cannot lie. So won't you accept him and his forgiveness today? Just your heart to Hashem's heart, my friend. Yeshua Adonai, 229. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2015, A Christian.